You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Keith Sanderson, animal advocate, writer, and human companion to Max A. Pooch, canine crusader for animals and the environment. Max and I thank you for joining us, and we dedicate this episode as we dedicate every episode to those amazing people who work to save the lives and or improve conditions of companion, domestic, or wild animals. Charmaine Hammond is the author of best-selling books on Toby's Terms, GPS, Your Life, and Toby, the Pet Therapy Children's Series books available at Amazon. And her career includes correctional officer, corporate mediator, and contract negotiation specialist. Charmaine will join us after this break and tell us about how a sailing accident changed her life and about her most recent book, Toby Says Be a Buddy, Not a Bully, and more. And we'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates. I invited Charmaine to be a guest today because her message of resilience is one that I believe is valuable for animal advocates. And her book series, which recently won gold in the Mom's Choice Awards, is certainly worth learning about. Welcome, Charmaine. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Me too. It's uh, I read Toby says be a buddy, not a bully, and we'll get to that. But, you know, can you share with us how the sailboat accident changed your life? You bet. I love talking about this story. Uh, it, it's a pretty uh, meaningful story to me because about 17 years ago, my now husband, who I wasn't married to at the time, we went sailing on our catamaran at our at the lake that we live on. And a great day of sailing turned into our boat flipping over and us having to swim for our lives. In fact, we swam for over four hours in this very, very cold Canadian lake. And part of what happened is that Christopher was getting exhausted and hypothermic, and he knew he couldn't continue. And he turned to me and he said, Charmaine, you've got to keep swimming. You've got energy. You've got to get to shore and, and get help. He knew I wasn't going to leave him. So he said to me, when you get back to shore, we've got a wedding to plan. And he said that I turned into an Olympic swimmer, took off like a shot. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I did say goodbye to him. But this disastrous time in the lake where I didn't think we were going to make it resulted in a marriage proposal and a 
beautiful rescue from a father and his son. And why it became such a meaningful experience in my life is that I really learned to treasure the moments that we have and that time really is important, especially when we are working on limited time like we were in the lake that day. But it also taught me about resilience and being able to push through our fear And a lot of times in life, we have things that are scary and and cause fear for us. And this incident really encouraged me to push through fear and get to the other side. Well, resilience is a key word. And that's one of the reasons that I thought it would be so great because you are, you know, in fact, what happened, I guess, is that your husband-to-be motivated the motivational speaker. Is that what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Sort of. It became a very popular keynote. In fact, I was speaking today at a business event, and I shared part of the story. And, you know, it really is a beautiful story about love and commitment and not giving up. And there's been many times in my life as a business owner, as an author, where things just seem so difficult and that we're pushing through so much resistance and we just want to give up on our goal or just move on to something different. And that day in the lake, I always come back to remembering that we didn't give up on each other and we didn't give up on love. And, uh, you know, that story and that lesson continued to play itself over and over again in my life. Even when we adopted this dog named Toby, you know, we decided not to give up on him when his behavior got out of control. That's interesting. Now, you know, talking about the motivational aspect is that animal advocates do face a lot of challenges. And I thought it'd be interesting, you know, if you being an animal advocate lover to have you on because you can talk to that a little bit about how uh, the resilience and not to let the challenges get you down and all the work that needs to be done. Absolutely. I think what happens is that sometimes when we're supporting a cause, and we're really big advocates for animal adoption and rescue and shelter and really promoting animal welfare. And while that isn't my primary business, my business is as a corporate speaker and a trainer, we have found that we can weave those messages into everything we do. For example, today I was speaking about business and success to a group of entrepreneurs. And I use Toby's story, our dog's story, of going from a rescued dog to now the star of many books as the basis of my conversation. So it allowed me to talk about things like adoption and the important work that shelters and rescues are doing and why it's so important to promote animal welfare and take care of our pets. Well, you know, speaking about Toby, when did Toby come into your life? First of all, who is Toby? (laughs) (laughs) So Toby Sr. was an incredible Chesapeake Bay Retriever who we adopted when he was age five. He came into our life, I think, to help me to live my life differently, although I didn't know it then. He destroyed our house, almost wrecked my marriage, chewed things up, rearranged furniture, and broke six lids in his life. And uh, <laughs> But he also became a teacher for me, Keith, because we had to get him a job. He was a dog who needed a purpose and a job. And when we got him trained as a therapy dog and he started going into hospitals, he started to impact lives and even change my life. How would you say he changed your life? Oh, you know, animals are incredible teachers. And I know I don't need to tell you and your listeners that because you see that every day. I didn't know that so much about animals because at that time we had brought Toby into our life to make our family complete. We really wanted to have a dog in our life. He started teaching me about patience. 
I learned that helping a dog, you know, get on um, track with the behavior is a real process. And I also learned that dog training is really more for the humans <laughs> than it is for the dogs. So he taught me about patience and he taught me about persistence. He taught me not to give up on him. But he also taught me about purpose. I watched Toby go into the hospital every week and he loved being with the patients and he just spread so much joy and I thought, wow, you know, what about for us as humans? What about if we show up like that and show up present and unconditionally accepting of other people? How would that impact our life? And so those were some of the many lessons. Most importantly, Toby taught me not to be a perfectionist and uh, that was probably the biggest, most powerful life lesson he shared with me. You know, that's really great. And I can really uh, relate to, to persistence and because uh, I don't think there's anyone more persistent than Max A. Pooch. I mean, <laughs> and his persistence is, I, I'm sure you see it with Toby, is he looks at you and it's with yes. his happy face and you know what he wants, uh, you know, a walk or to do something. And like Toby, he was a high energy dog when we got him and we needed some way to channel that energy. It just because a lot of people forget that dogs really, because the way they've evolved with humans, really do need to have jobs to feel worth yeah. worthwhile. And uh, it sounds like that's how you broke, or I shouldn't say break, but you got Toby to change his behavior. By the way, how did he break the toilet? Did you say toilet tank tops? <laughs> We have no idea. We tried to nanny cam the bathroom to see what he did. So we think, what, well, what he used to do, what we do know is that he would trap himself in the bathroom. So while we were at work, he would go into the bathroom and then he would push the door shut with his nose. And then now he's locked in the bathroom because he hadn't earned to uh, turn the handle of the doorknob. And then we think what happened is after he cleared everything off the counter and pushed all the shampoo into the bathtub and turned the taps on, he figured out how to do that. Then I don't know if there wasn't enough to keep him occupied or if he needed another challenge. So we think he would get his nose under the toilet tank lid and then pop it off and then it would just shatter on the ceramic tile floor. So we actually became known as the toilet tank lid people at the home hardware store because we had to buy them in bulk. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, most dogs I know when they get thirsty might drink out of the toilet bowl, but it sounds sounds to me like maybe Toby wanted fresh water. <laughs> I think so. Is Toby with you today? Do you still have him or did, has he passed on? He has passed on. Toby Sr. passed on when he was just shy of 11 years old. And this was a dog who lived life big and did everything he loved right up to the very end. And uh, he kind of chose his time, I'd like to say. And just recently, in fact, six months ago, so we waited about a year and a half. We just weren't ready to bring a new family member home yet. And then about six months ago, another Chesapeake Bay Retriever found us because <laughs> I think dogs sometimes choose us or pets choose us. And uh, we now have in our life beautiful Toby Jr. And this dog is bringing a whole new set of lessons to me. He's a puppy. He's only a year old. And um, so I'm learning what it's like to have a puppy. Um, so interesting challenges for what we had with Toby Sr. And this guy's just got a great personality and um, is full of energy. Well, that's great. We need to take a break right now. But when we return, Charmaine will uh, share with us some of her adventures with Toby and talk a bit about her, her books, including her latest one, Be a Buddy, Not a Bully. And uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. 
Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radial root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson, music to your ears. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates. I'm your host, Keith Sanderson, and our guest today is award-winning children's author and motivational speaker, Charmaine Hammond. Charmaine, what are you learning from Toby Jr. that you didn't learn from uh, Toby Sr.? Uh, I'm learning interesting things. Like one of the things that uh, Toby Jr. is teaching us is that um, animals are great at training their human family members. This dog continually outsmarts me. And so just a funny example of something we just noticed the other day. He's now created this little game because where we live in Canada, it's so cold right now. The winter is here. And so he loves to be outside. What he does is he brings his Kong or his ball up to the sliding glass door in our living room. And then he barks. And then he runs down the stairs and sits with his head on the deck waiting for us to throw it. Well, we've had this little game going back and forth for a couple of months. It's great fun. But now he's decided, no, 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 no. You guys need to go outside, not just open the door on the cold days and throw it. He just wants to be outside all the time. So now what he does is he brings the ball up, makes sure he gets his eye contact with us, and then brings the ball back down the stairs and waits for us to play fetch there. So one of the things I'm learning is he is a great teacher on work-life balance and building more play into our day. Well, that's good. You know, that's probably one of the best reasons to to have a dog is they live for now and they don't worry about what happened yesterday and they're not going to uh, be concerned about tomorrow. So what's left to do but play, right? Exactly. You know, and he's also teaching me about communication. And with Toby Sr., he just seemed to be, you know, he was, I don't know, he like a wise 
he was like a wise, wise dog behind his years. And Toby Jr., of course, everything he's doing is new. It's a learning process. So I'm, I'm discovering so much important information about communicating and the importance of me being so crystal clear with my messages to Toby and making sure that my nonverbal communication matches what I'm actually saying because this dog seems to be so astute with nonverbal communication. And it was my husband that noticed it because what Toby Jr. does is when he wants you to throw the ball to him, he looks at the ball, then he looks up at you. He looks at the ball and he looks up at you. And so we've become aware of what incredible communicators animals are. You know, that's absolutely right. I just finished a book titled Chaser. I don't know if you've seen Chaser. Oh, I haven't read that, no. He's been on, uh, he's quite the sensation. He's been on television and uh, on the morning talk show circuit. He's a, she rather, is a border collie who titled, she knows 1,000 words. She knows much more than that. She knows 1,000 nouns. <laughs> and then wow. She knows right. But, you know, in what you described, though, is exactly what her human describes in his book about as far as her learning and the communications process. And speaking of books, your latest one is Toby Says Be a Buddy, Not a Bully. Yeah. What age group is that book written for? It's a great book for kindergarten to grade three. That's really who we wrote it for. And um, it's part of the Toby the Pet Therapy Dog series. It's the second book in the series. The first one was Toby and his hospital friends. And it really is a conversation about not so much just how to deal with people who are exhibiting bullying behaviors. The book is really about kindness, acceptance, and respect. And those are lessons that I have learned repeatedly through animals in our life. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that I value so much about animal advocates is that they are showing up in the world every day promoting the importance of kindness, acceptance, and respect. And now we're able to share that message through our books. Towards the end of the book, I think it's on the last page, the teacher tells the children or asks them to do one thing each day. And what was that thing? Yes. At the end of the book, what we look at is encouraging children to really step out in the world and take on activities of kindness. And of course, in the book, we call them acts of kindness. And in the book, the children give examples. And one of the little students says, in addition to being kind to people, that you could be kind to your animals and take good care of your animals and your pets. And so we're really trying to use the book as a way of teaching children that kindness goes to all things living. And when I was a correctional officer in my first career, I know firsthand that many people who became violent with people had started their childhood being aggressive towards animals or not taking care of the animals in their home. So I know how important it is for us to get that message out to children about the importance to kindness to animals and people. I believe you're right, because I think statistically it's something like 70% of abusers, uh, there's a crossover between abusing animals and abusing humans. Certainly, if we can learn to be kind at an early age, that can reduce that terrible uh, percentage of abusers. Yes. What was the title of your other book? The first book in the children's series was Toby the Pet Therapy Dog and His Hospital Friends. And the book that we wrote that was for adults and teenagers is called On Toby's Terms. And can you share with us a little bit about what those two are about? 
Absolutely. The children's book, the Toby and his hospital friend, is all about Toby's job as a therapy dog in a hospital. And we use Toby's favorite patient characters but put them in the form of children so that the children could really embrace what a therapy dog is and why their role is so important in improving people's lives. And then On Toby's Terms is really a story about this dog, Toby, that we adopted who came into our life to really shake it upside down literally (laughs) and help us become better people. So the book is a lot about Toby's life, his hospital work, and the many different activities that we got to enjoy with this dog. And then the backstory is about how he helped me become a better person. You know, that's really, I think, an interesting aspect because, you know, we think so many times we're doing something for the dog, but my own personal experience is Max A. Pooch did many things for me. He repurposed me. He recycled Mm -hmm. and repurposed Mm -hmm. me as a person. So uh, that's a great story to uh, share with with children. So maybe they'll take a look at animals as more than just dumb beasts, which unfortunately sometimes that's the attitude they're exposed to. Yes, and we've got to see that firsthand with Toby Sr. and now with Toby Jr. We do a lot of presentations in schools and at workplaces. We go and talk about the books and Toby's story. And one of the things that we get a lot of enjoyment out of and we feel that we can be ambassadors and Toby Jr. could be our ambassador, <laughs> we can spread that message about the value that shelter dogs and, and rescue dogs can also provide in the world. I mean, both of our Tobys are our rescue dogs, and Toby Sr. did amazing things in his life, and I know our new little guy is going to do completely different things because he's a different dog with his own personality, but I know that that he will also spread a lot of happiness, joy, and love, and I want people to really know that rescue dogs and shelter dogs are amazing. Well, you won't get any argument from me with that one. (laughs) I really believe that, but uh, you know, you said something else key about dogs that I think a lot of times us humans forget is they are individuals. And even though they may be of a particular breed, that doesn't mean they're going to all act like robots. Yes. We had an interesting experience this week, Keith, that really what you said is so true. The Chesapeake Bay Retriever, of course, is a water dog, and they're bird dogs. They're used in hunting. That's the breed. I was outside this past week and got the most amazing picture of Toby Jr. surrounded by about 100 geese. They were all just in the lake together. He was probably 30 feet away from them, swimming with the geese. None of them had any fear. They weren't squawking and honking and flapping their wings. He simply went out in the lake and swam with the geese. He had no desire to go after the geese. He was more worried about where his, that he was pulling his Kong along behind him in the water. And it was so beautiful to see that, you know, sometimes the breed of the dog can really also uh, bring something new. Here, I was thinking that he'd be out there chasing all the geese and he just wanted to swim and be with them. Well, that's really a great story. Hey, I have another question. Even though you don't target uh, animal advocacy groups uh, for your motivational speaking. You know, from what you've been saying, you know, it seems to me that what you say could be turned into a one heck of a motivational speech uh, uh, as far as uh, getting people to work together for, you know, nonprofit organizations and particularly animal advocacy groups. What do you think about that? I think that's a great idea. I think you should join our marketing team there, Keith. (laughs) That's a great idea. You know, these animals teach us to collaborate, don't they? I mean, animals seem to really work in partnership with their human family members and friends. And you're right. What a great message to be able to bring to groups about 
animal advocacy groups working together and building bridges in the community so that everybody's pulling together towards that common vision and goal. Yeah, that might be a pretty interesting concept. I'd like to hear from some of our listeners what their thoughts are and see what happens. And uh, now, you know, we were talking about your book. Where can we get more information on your latest book, Toby Says Be a Buddy, Not a Bully? They can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, through Goodreads, and of course through our website, which is theoriginalteamtoby.com, theoriginalteamtoby.com. And Toby actually has his own little Happy Holidays gift set of books right now. We're basically donating for every set of books that are purchased, we're donating a copy of his new book to schools and organizations and rescues and shelters and animal advocacy groups that could benefit from having the books for themselves. Well, that's a great idea because I I certainly think that the message in the book, and particularly maybe for urban inner city kids where they very seldom see a dog in maybe good condition, seeing you with what you've said with uh, Toby's books, Dogs Helping People, could be a really good influence to them. Mm -hmm. We think so, too. Lastly, uh, where can people get uh, information on Toby Group? What I'd love for them to do is follow us on Facebook at the original Team Toby or on Twitter at Team Toby with the number two. And Toby is T-O-B-Y. And, of course, the website is the original Team Toby. Well, that's great. And we've run out of time. Time really goes fast when you're talking about animals with people (laughs) who love animals. I'm amazed. And thank you for being with us today, Charmaine. And Max A. Pooch gives you five big tail wagging wolves for being (laughs) one of his favorite awesome animal advocates. Oh, thank you. And give Max A. Pooch a big hug from Toby and I. I shall. We want to thank you, our listeners, for spending your valuable time with us. You're all fantastic, and we hope you tell your friends about Awesome Animal Advocates. And a special thanks to Mark Winter, co-founder and executive producer of Pet Life Radio, and our sponsors for making this episode of Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates possible. I'm Keith Sanderson, host and creator of Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates, saying thank you to all those animal advocates who work so hard on behalf of those who can't speak for themselves. Max A. Pooch gives them five big tail-wagging woofs. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.